Hey, music lovers, the Cannamom Show podcast in collaboration with Lambkin Guitars is giving away a custom-built, one-of-a-kind electric guitar built by Josh Lampkin. The solid one-piece hemp wood body includes a built-in glass bowl piece. Yeah, you heard me right. You can take a hit and then play a lick. Now's your chance to help the Cannamom Show crush cannabis stigma with your entry. Register for the Hemp Guitar Giveaway online at lampkinguitars.com. That's L-A-M-K-I-N guitars.com. The drawing will be part of a 420 celebration at the Goods Dispensary in Somerville, Massachusetts, where the guitar is on display for the month of April. But don't worry, you don't have to live in Mass or be present to win. Visit LampkinGuitars.com to scope out the Hemp Guitar giveaway details and entry form. You'll even find a video of what could be your guitar in action. L-A-M-K-I-N-Guitars.com It's 2 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon. Thanks for tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News, where we explain marijuana laws so you can change them. Today, we're going to be talking about Senate Democrats being split on legalization. One of them literally said it creates more problems than it solves. So we're going to be talking about that. Delta 8 is in big trouble in Kentucky. Ohio's getting more dispensaries. All that and more. But yeah. let's bring our, our uh, hosts. What's up, Nikki and Tom? It's all good. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Day after morning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was the show yesterday. I had to dip a little early. I was the viewing party. Uh, the movie quality did not get any better. And so, like, that was a complete <laughs> pure propaganda piece. Completely pure and propaganda. It was pure garbage. But, yeah, it was a good time, though. We had, you know, we, we left off at 1400 uh, that watched it at the, at the end. and then uh, Yeah. And so it was, it was great to hang out with people and then also to uh, share the propaganda that, that they had in the in the 30s. And so, like, 85 years. I mean, uh, hey, smash some likes and, and click subscribe. If you do not want marijuana to continue to be illegal for another 85 years, simply because, dude, it looks like it's going that way. And we have all sorts of stories. I well, mean, you know- Go for in your it. in your legal state, like like when it becomes legal, you still have all these issues because legality does wow. not mean you're done. Like that's what we could start with. Then let's talk about Illinois. I'm going to be doing a whole video on this on Friday, so tune in on Friday if you have an application in Illinois for a dispensary. It looks like you may have an application in for a dispensary for a long time. And so yesterday, uh, Rep. Deshaun Ford introduced a new bill, and then it created a new defined term of art called a qualifying applicant. So can we do a quick search? And so that's the first one where this whole thing comes in, where they've also created this new thing, not a social equity applicant, but now they have this social equity justice involved applicants. And so let's go to the next version of the qualifying application, skip down and say defined it. Same meaning as defined in this earlier section uh, that that did not receive a dispensing license pursuant to this. Uh, and then, you know, they, they, they say it three more times there. And then they define social equity justice evolved applicant underneath that. So scroll down a little bit, uh, would you please, Lauren? You see, and then the social equity applplicant has now been renamed the social equity justice involved applicant. And they switched wow. it from and to or in an either A or B. And so it's 51 percent ownership and controlled in a disproportionately impacted area or an applicant who has 51 uh, percent owned and controlled and been arrested for uh, cannabis 
this. And then if you scroll down a little bit more, you will see that the third prong of social equity and just a little bit more uh, into the next page and with a stricken right there. So the 10 full time employee social equity is is proposed to be gone. And so uh, now what's going to happen is there's another lottery. And so if you search for 85, just the number 85, you'll find uh, the actually, yeah, just go search for 85. And then this yeah. is the literal uh, go to the first one with a qualifying applicant. So go back up to number one right there. And so that means an applicant that submitted an application. Uh, so one of the dispensary applicants that's waiting with 85 percent of the 250 points uh, uh, or. No, no. And uh, that is a social equity applicant for prongs one and two. So basically you can't be a 10 full-time employee social equity applicant and make this lottery. And so they're going to, and what is this lottery going to do? No second round, 110 of the licenses uh, that were supposed to go out in second round will now go out in this round, which, you know, I didn't apply this round. I was going to help the clients and then try to get in next round. But so how, how is this? Like, I, I know they're trying to make it better for, you know, the unjust that has pervaded this America for over a hundred years, but what, like, how is this going to help people? Because it seems like you're, you're putting your market in stagnant. Like, meanwhile, in Oklahoma, they're doing festivals and uh, midget wrestling and, and, and making more money. Like people like with you guys, you guys are stagnant, right? Like the it was introduced on 420. And so, like, I expected the federal bill. We didn't get that. Instead, yeah. we got this uh, this bill in Illinois, which I think would just continue litigation for at least another year. Damn. So, so will anybody be able to have a new entry in the market? So this just enables people who are already in your market to like that applied in the first round. Now they get to go into the second round okay. unless they were a social equity applicant with the 10 full-time employees, then they'll be excluded. And so, and then they only had to, well, only they had to have gotten an 85% on their application or better. And my clients did that. And so like, I know some of my clients will be like, yeah, and then others are going to be like, what do you mean I'm not allowed to have the 10 full-time employees? And they're going to want to sue. Well, that's what I'm saying. It seems like you come up with this this legislation on 420, which you're trying to make it better. But then at the same time, you're halting things. You're freezing things. And that that hinders. Like, anytime you stop something, just like with, with Schumer, you know, when they're talking about, you know, split Democrats. Anytime you have any of this issue, you're preventing the thing that you want to start. You help. Like, social equity overall. Like, just get this damn plant legalized. Let's get through it you know just like we witnessed yesterday this horrible movie that people saw people like oh this must be documentary real you know it was kind of like pulp fiction uh, it was like because it was like loose association of going to fred's house and and stuff like that like nothing that really made sense and a lot of moral judgments like one but one guy a grown man was asking his mom for something and it was just like what what like you're trying to get approval from from your parents but and everybody is thin because yeah. it's 1936. And so that's the only thing that's really changed in 86 years is we've gotten fat. <laughs> Comfortable fat. But this just goes to show you, you know, people always just treat cannabis. They, 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 they yell and scream, which, you know, I do that for the the overall injustice that, you know, it's, it's, if we, we just get rid of this. We'll have, you know, I think it's hard for people to imagine. Like when you talk about cannabis cures cancer, right? Like in the early activism, you know, as medicine and wellness, you roll your eyes. You're like, come on, really? Really? Does it do all this? Really? You know, and then you see it, it is medicine. And then also, if I say, well, if you if you legalize cannabis, you're all gonna you're also gonna have less shootings and less uh, uh, violence in the streets. But, you know, you don't know. It's not going to be a cure all. 
but it fucking helps. It'll fucking help. It will. And you know what's not helping is what's going on continually in the Senate. And so Senate, Senate Democrats are split over legalizing weed. We had a whole bumper and everything made for tomorrow, yesterday, uh, where we thought we'd be doing this thing about Schumer, but it never materialized. Yeah, old Lucy there at the football. Old Lucy with the football. There he is. We're going to kick it this time. We're going to get this win soon. We are going to get it soon. And I just thought, hey, we just got a new member. Shout out to, to Brent McClellan. Uh, you know, thanks for becoming a member. We have a new uh, webinar that's going to be uh, done here shortly for members. What you should do in your first 90 days for your cannabis company. A lot of cannabis companies are starting out out there, especially on the East Coast. Oh, so yeah. I want you guys to, you know, don't forget to hit like, subscribe, and then uh, go over to CannabisIndustryLawyer.com and sign up for our newsletter. Uh, that's how you can get notice of when we have these webinars. So uh, Senate Majority uh, Leader Chuck Schumer, biggest challenge to legalizing marijuana is his fellow Democrats. Two Democrats told Politico they used, they uh, that they oppose removing federal penalties on marijuana. Senator Jeannie Shaheen of New Hampshire said, I don't support legalizing marijuana. We're in the middle of an opiate epidemic and the research that I've seen suggests that it is way more that people get into the drugs what 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 research lady it's just is she reading bullshit magazine like like shit from like 1980 fucking dare like what are you reading serious then uh senator john outdated facts quarterly yeah well and then isn't new hampshire legal state uh new hampshire is getting there new hampshire is not quite legal it's getting to be legal it's being legalized and so like i think they'll have an application window in a bit but do they have medical yeah, I'm pretty darn sure they have medical. So, you know, this medical program exists and the zombie apocalypse hasn't happened. And yet, where are they getting their information? Along with uh, Senator John Tester of Montana, in a legal state, was similarly unenthusiastic about ending federal marijuana legality penalties. Legalization would cause more problems than it solves, Tester said. Is that what happened in uh, Montana, but? I mean, um, Montana news, we will be getting next week. We'll do an update on Montana next week because that's that gives people something to tune back into. I do like how Montana is tearing its canopies so that people can grow. Most of these uh, cultivation licenses are annuals. And so every year you could renew and that allows you to have flexibility. And so in New Jersey, you start as a micro and maybe after year two, you bring in some new investors from outside the state and you graduate to a macro. We'll see. Hopefully New Jersey doesn't become ill Illinois, you'll find out in 2023. <laughs> and, and I think constantly we're going to be evolving in legislation, just like we saw. What was it? Uh, uh, North South Carolina who rushed the. Uh, oh, we, we made a four year plan. We better get this ready by July. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. I mean, four year plan. Get it ready by July. But, you know, U.S. marijuana legalization advocates in waiting game on Schumer bill. I mean, that's we've been reporting and some of our best watched videos have been uh, the the Chuck Schumer um, uh, information. And so Marijuana Business Daily is reporting that it has been more than two months since Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer pledged to tackle federal um, uh, marijuana legalization and to do so soon. But there has been very little in the way of details made known about what the Democratic bill may include. But, you know, they have been bulking. So but Republicans have bulked that tax and racial equity provisions in the legislation like the Moore Act in the previous Congress. Like they have their things that they want to stand against, even though it's bullshit. (laughs) You know, I mean, these these guys can say in a mean voice, well, I don't think that this is a proper rule that this 
disenfranchised person gets rights first, you know, first in line. What about my my constituents? But well, I mean, I understand, and that's why props go to Ohio for 420 in the sense that well, Illinois was uh, trying to become more social equity and then taking the second round of all the licenses. Ohio issued 73 new licenses, and they said there's going to be state standard regulation where if you get over a threshold percentage, you go into a lottery, just like Illinois did, but instead, uh, Illinois. I didn't say you go into a lottery for that percentage points. It said you have to be more pure. You can't be A, B, or C. You can only be A or B to get into that lottery. 85% meant that you were already social equity. That's mm. the thing, you know? Well, speaking of Ohio, I'm going to be talking to Michael Willett in Appalachian Normal uh, probably Saturday. Ooh. We're coordinating uh, just when we have a conversation. Do some so. uh, exclusive content, man. Uh, get yeah. Michael Willett. He's uh, involved in which state's normal? Ohio. Well, Appalachian Appalachian Normal is the one that he wants me to, uh, you know, because they're all in the center, right? It's all about us uh, moving the conversation forward in our areas, you know. Uh, right. It's all about, and then I would say also, don't forget to get some of those licenses, you know, get uh, activists into ownership and get the uh, the people and start early. That's the thing that I wish yes. that I would have done. If I would have known that Illinois was going to turn into this dumpster fire cluster, I would have applied. <laughs> You know, well, if, if I would have known that when it was medical here in Washington, I could have just went to the store, bought seeds and clones and made my own garden and became a, you know, a, a, I'd, I'd be a tier whatever grow by now. Yeah, like I, I would be in vacations in Hawaii. Right? Get you started. Know. And so like, yeah. just go, do it go early in your state. On, uh, on, on Insta and then you'll eventually get to my cannabis industry lawyer, uh, you know, blog. And then from there, you'll fill out our get started uh, portal where we have this really fun thing that we just updated not that long ago. Uh, so now when you go to cannabisindustrylawyer.com and you get the get started page, it's like a survey. Can we help your cannabis business? That's how we get our leads now. It puts them into buckets and then we're like, OK, cool. Follow up on those. Yeah. Right on. Yep. Do, do we want to hit a uh, did you because you uh, kind of hit the uh, U.S. marijuana advocates and waiting game? Uh, well, that's just where we've been. It's been waiting game, waiting game, waiting game. And then what did Chuck Schumer do yesterday? That's, you know, something yeah. we're, we're celebrating 420 in the holiday of the Senate floor. Yeah. So, uh, Majority Leader uh, Chuck Schumer on Tuesday marked the marijuana holiday 420 by making the case for ending prohibition on the Senate floor. You know, I mean, it sounds cool in headlines, but then you start getting you just as you read it, you just say, wah, wah. What's the same shit? I appreciate you yeah. doing so. We are going to be doing it soon. Together, we will be changing it. And it's for the small business owners. And so it does kind of sound like the New York version of the uh, the bill, but I have no idea how they're going to accomplish that type of stuff. And then he's getting kind of worrying about the Safe Banking Act, you know, stealing the thunder of whatever's coming soon. Uh, but yeah, we Why? anticipated a bill yesterday. We, we didn't get one on the Senate. We got one in Illinois House and then we got one in uh, Ohio. Actually, it was the Board of Pharmacy in Ohio. But this is why we can't have nice things, though. Why? Why can't you just like be like, all these bills are going to be good? Like more reasons not to put people behind bars and take away asset forfeiture and to detain everyday citizens for even a day or an hour or just on the street like i'm just tired of this shit <laughs> like let's just we can be better we can be better uh but then it takes time and so like i am happy that uh ohio's doing it as standards and then uh a lottery i hope that uh, new jersey does standards in a lottery and i hope that new jersey is paying attention to all the crap that's going on because they have a competitive structure as well and so that that competition could mean you get over a threshold percentage and then you could be entered into a lottery and then there would be some further buckets on that there would be your conditional license bucket where 
you're going to get 35% of the licenses. There would be your micro license buckets where you would get 25% of your licenses. And then there would be your general buckets, you know, where uh, the, the larger players are the outside money. Like if I'm in money because uh, I want to like be an investor in a New Jersey startup, uh, I really can't unless they're going to forego that 10 percent, 10 to 25 percent threshold. That's going to be a micro uh, license because that has to be 100 uh, percent Jersey owned. Yeah. But how crazy is that we live in this world where uh, first the podcast, you know, our conversation, I look forward to hanging out with you, even though, like, I had my second shot and I kicked my ass. It's like I have to come here because the You're conversation is important. You're yeah. <laughs> ish, ish. If I'm not coming back. You don't have to. Do you yeah. have your card? I got my card around here. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like, so like, cause Schumer yesterday, Hey, I got my card, yeah. but, uh, got your card. I got no, the one and done. It's the Jensen. Yeah. Good thing. You're not a woman. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I have type O blood, very boring okay. blood. So fortunately we're good. Uh, you know what we got to look forward to here in a minute with 224 people watching. Mm. 420. It's going to be 420 somewhere here real oh, quick. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got five, four four and a half minutes. Uh, four and a half minutes. No, we don't. This no, we is two nineteen on my. Oh uh, shit, device. you're right. Oh my god, I look at the wrong thing. I tell you, sometimes you know when you're when you're trying to wait for Chuck Schumer to drop uh, a Senate bill, it just seems like it's four twenty all the time. Simply because like he just keeps saying that it's coming, but then it's not coming. And uh, we do have more federal law uh, our news that's going to be coming up with the Safe Banking Act. But I'm trying to fill tw- time until it's four twenty somewhere. And so hey, actually, that's one of the things we can do before we celebrate our four twenty somewhere. Shout outs to all of our members uh, that are there, and we actually have some new members that came in. And so let me oh, see yeah. if we can find those guys and give them a shout out. Yeah. All right. So there's Sabrina, there's T-Song, there's Linda Hood, JRS, uh, uh, Robin Thomas, Gary Bosney, and in the live show, Brent, we already gave him a shout out. So shout out to all those guys. And it is now officially 420 somewhere. I like that it's 10 seconds now. (laughs) You know, before they were like, they were like four seconds or five seconds. And so you would see Miggy and I always like just pencils down, you know, like one of those things. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we try our best to be within regs. Uh, well, yeah, we do. We really do. And like yesterday, we were a little more relaxed. And so I'm not going to turn the monetization on that one. No. no. And I, I actually might mark it 18 plus, but we haven't marked it 18 plus yet. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I well, assume everything, I everything is for adults. But then there's there's two adult settings on Google, on YouTube. There's adult or not for kids. And then there's 18 plus. Got you. I just default to everything you know you have to in this hypersensitive weird world and then that's the thing right so you know schumer uh, on on the floor when he says uh we'll go back to where i was at because I was, I was looking for the uh because oh, on, yeah. on the goddamn floor you know he says the war on drugs has too often been a war on people particularly people of color schumer said hopefully the next time this unofficial holiday 420 rolls around our country will have made progress in addressing a massive over criminalization of marijuana in a meaningful and comprehensive way uh my problem is as we talk we're talking about people making money and just doing well like like let's why do we have to there's people suffering now yeah now's the problem not fucking yesterday or fucking proposing things you know all the bills bring all the bills on i don't know Well, you know, that's one of the things. I'm still waiting for Schumer's bill so we can do that. Uh, We already briefed it. I haven't scripted. I've scripted most Mm. of it. Uh, The filibuster video. 
I don't want to do the filibuster video until after there's something that I can rain on as parade, yeah. you know, not before. And then that's it's it's fun times. And so one of the things that may also happen and, and Schumer is worried that the Senate banking could undermine the broader legalization push. And so if you get the Safe Banking Act, is that going to be enough to uh, forestall action by Schumer to get uh, at least a Schedule 3 uh, declaration for marijuana or a descheduling pursuant to the that's what the Moore Act acts for? Um, no, it can't. Want to know why? Why? Well, you, you should like and subscribe if you want to oh, know why. Shit. But then also, uh, it, it has to do. It has to do with uh, the the industry is not going to be as profitable then. And so, it's Safe Banking Act, great. But you still have to deal with the bitch that's IRC two hundred eighty e. And so, that shouldn't derail it. If anything, it would it would enhance it because now it's going to be like all the more obvious how how much that's hurting you. And then, uh, you know, your your transactions. Mm, well, I think states will be afraid of too once the banking comes into play because now things are more secure for businesses for financial reasons. Now it's like Washington State. There's a forty seven percent markup from the grower to me when it shows up. Forty seven percent. I mean, how many other products have that? <laughs> you know, diamonds off the back are a billion dollar market by the company itself, not not tax on the way out. You know, that that's where that markup's at. The cannabis markup is on the farmer, which is the worst part. And uh, once federal happens or, or the safe banking, I think people are going to realize like, shit, we don't have to pay this tax. Like there's going to be workarounds or they're going to, you know, I, I think there's going to be great uh, figuring out with this 40% tax. Like what's a comfortable tax for marijuana, recreational or medicinal? Even though medicinal yeah. should be none. Well, there's they, all these these policy things are going to get ironed out. I'm just saying that if you get the Safe Banking Act, that's not enough because the right. industry is still basically fighting with one arm behind its back, IRC 280E, essentially having to jack the price up even more because just to have those profits that they have. Yeah. You know? and, and you're not going to get rid of that until you have uh, less than Schedule 2 uh, marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah I'm, not, I'm not that worried about that one. Hey, but you know what I'm I am worried about? What's that? Us not playing name that strain. Oh, sure. Probably go ahead. And, uh yeah, let's uh let's see where that name that strain is. Ooh, oh wow. Oh, it's covering Miggy's face. That's purple. It's uh, it's purple. It's very purple. Uh, maybe it almost looks like the lighting on it was strange. Like maybe like, you know, some of those blue lights that you have in the grove. Mm. Uh, it's well manicured. It looks pretty Definitely. dead. Uh, it's purple. And then it's got some <laughs> hairs on it. And so that like, we can also say that is a legal home grow from the state of Illinois. So oh, uh, cool. get your get your stuff in there, as we say. Uh, and again, like kind of like Groundhog Day, uh, the House of Representatives passed the Safe Banking Act again. Again. Take a bite out of that nugget, Mickey. <laughs> Damn right. <Yep. laughs> yeah. So this time, it passed by a 321 to 101 vote. Damn. The fourth time that this has voted uh, to uh, be passed. Uh, and so it's pretty amazing that 
they've passed it now four times and it's not even uh, I don't think it's been introduced in the Senate yet. And so like uh, now that it's been introduced into the Senate. Uh, and so it should be able to be brought up to a vote. Maybe Schumer would not bring it up to a vote until his it's coming bill is there but they should really consider them in tandem because if you drop it to schedule three i don't know if that's gonna be enough and you might still need the safe banking act to get it around a lot of the uh the the crimes that come with it because it might just be an unauthorized federal transfer transaction in in a a scheduled substance and you'd still have the dea doing enforcement so those types of uh issues are, are really really probably what's taking so long in drafting Schumer's bill. Well, and then the safe banking app, I mean, that covers like big cannabis for, for lack of a better word, right? I'm more worried yeah. about the small guy. I'm worried about me and our viewers crossing state lines with a little bit of weed across, you know, cause we like camping or some shit, you know, like we, we look at this villainous weed, this devil lettuce, and it's just fucking retarded, man. And, and then you have these people who, literally believe it like in all their heart that you're a horrible human being while they go drink and, and, and beat their wives at night like this is craziness democracy <laughs> of it all yes yeah. um nobody has guessed the strain yet nope for those of you listening at home uh the name of this strain is something you can try to guess in your car or wherever you're listening to our podcast we are on spotify by the way uh but uh, it is a pretty dense nugget it's got some fairly nice um uh, coating of frosting not too much uh, and then it just it, it does look very purple but it almost looks like the light might be what's the issue you know yeah a lot of purple urkel guesses that's for sure totally and purple punch is another one that's yeah <laughs> poison though i love that uh that's not it but i love their poison i haven't heard that in a while uh-uh. hey but uh maybe you guys are out there and you're wondering what you should do to get more cannabis experience and, and you have some budget and you don't necessarily want to get taken to the cleaners by your lack of understanding the cannabis industry uh, green flower is running a special for the next nine days that you can get 24 thousand no twenty five hundred approximately dollars for four hundred ninety seven so uh do go check out this uh, green flower uh, promotion that they're having uh where you can get all these cannabis compliance certificates uh cannabis fundamental certificate the cannabis patient care certificate the cbd certificate the advocacy the extraction compliance and regulations and so really uh, get yourself a lot of information about the industry that you may not understand but you really want to get into uh this would be a wonderful way to give yourself a lot of knowledge for a reasonable price and i I think if you're going to get into the industry like if you say i want to be in a pot shop or i want to be whatever this will be great before you like canvas doesn't have any real structured education systems that are uh you know okerstam we all know okerstam but we um uh, and there's a couple others like that but uh green flower they have the same rep so i you know if you walk away with a green flower certificate at least your bud tender store whoever you're trying to apply at they're gonna look at you a little better i'd imagine like okay at least you put in the effort yeah if they look into the industry they're gonna be like these aren't a fly-by-night cat you know right and so uh that's nice it's out there and we're gonna have a bitly in our first comment that we'll pin so go check it out again uh, fomo on this one because it's ending in nine days we'll be getting ours for the company in a couple because my credit card uh processing time ends on the 23rd of the month and so i buy it after that so it's booked into next month's expenses so yeah they're still doing the scavenger hunt no no the scavenger hunt is wrapped up and so thanks for everybody who participated and hopefully they all kept it legal yeah so then we got also in my neck of the woods uh we got lab testing as an issue lab Uh, testing is an issue 
Yeah, Centralia Lab may be the first in Washington to lose this certification. I'm on, really sad on this one because I was actually friends with the owner on Facebook, and I had to unfriend him because for me as a technician, uh, integrity is number one. And uh, listen to the story. Data analyst Keegan Skeet agonized for more than a year about telling the state about some suspicious test results at the marijuana testing lab in a converted 107-year-old former bank building in Centralia's quaint downtown practices laboratory tested pot for growers across the state. Small samples of marijuana flowers could arrive in baggies maybe four grams or so from every square feet of leaf leafy canopy on a night shift in april 2018 a lab technician told skeet that the thc figures recorded in practice official paperwork for a major client were not the same numbers she entered into the computer after testing while this bothered skeet he wanted to give the lab management the benefit of that. now i'm curious about how that came about like if somebody's saying look it's so the reason why that's important is because the numbers that she's entering the computer will change that THC tolerance to a higher to make it like more look like a more potent plant. Like it seems like that flower has 40% THC as opposed to what it actually might have like 26. Yeah. I mean, you essentially test it in the machine. The machine gives you the no shit real numbers. And she took those numbers and re-entered them into some nefarious or just wrong, of course, you know, uh, system, another system that don't communicate. So uh, Skeet uh, kept his eyes open every now and then. Similar discrepancies would show up between THC results reported in Washington's Liquor and Cannabis Board Marijuana Testing Database and was sent via paperwork to uh, the growers. And it happened many times, he said. So finally, uh, they got the LC be aboard and uh they found uh recalling some of the products it's a very long article if you're really if you're into the testing part because the testing to me is very important to me the lab testing is regulation like we don't need to regulate uh seed to sell we just need to regulate before it goes in the market into the store before i consume it uh what's it testing at what's is it got uh, uh minerals does it have uh, pesticides uh as i said before people will smoke shitty weed because they smoke cigarettes so you know if that was becomes the requirement where people are like let me just see today's test results oh i'll pay 10 bucks for some organic clean green you know opposed to like ah oh, this one's got carcinogens so oh, fuck it here's your two dollar for a quarter yeah but here's <laughs> what it is i mean like so yeah. he's keeping this he's keeping this data and so for some reason like from between april of 2020 uh and december of 2020 there'd be two books it's kind of like you know when you're sailing uh the the atlantic in the 17th century with a whole bunch of spaniards in your galleon you're you're keeping two sets of books one's saying you're going there and the other one's that's the truth and so uh they had that and it seemed like uh the software that's running in the background was overruled 99 percent of the times for changing the weights to make it appear that the thc content was statistically higher so the weight would go down and therefore the thc content would go up uh and you know if this was truly a random sampling then you know and just with with an error between entry of this two systems right like you mentioned there was those two different systems yeah. then it should be approximately 50 percent should be uh, a little bit over what it is and 50 percent would be a little under a little slippage and so you at least have a random sampling of that and so you have more uh, honest results instead 99 percent of them had their weights go down so it seems like the thc levels that they didn't change go up and, and you know this is the really the big pet peeve to me because somebody who works in quality assurance somebody uh that like a lab to run a lab business is really fucking easy dude like all these guys have to do is have an sop the actual procedure they do adhere by 
perform that same steps over and over and you come out with the same results over and over. I don't give a fuck if you're having low THC. That's your plant's fault, not my fault. And that's the problem here. Somebody genetic. wants to help. Genetic. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or, or there's might not necessarily be the genetics. You may need to amend your SOPs because there might be something that's off. Audit your systems and processes to see if exactly. you have, you know, uh, yeah. And people, there is a huge industry of consultants out there that will help you optimize your uh, cultivation facilities. Call exactly. us. You know, um, well, shit. But, you know, it's just it's just horrendous that somebody's willing to have a lab, have employees, and willing to take that risk of just let's let's, let's spend numbers because we want to ensure that. First off, you're working in a regulated state market. There's not many of you fucking labs. Over there. Then it's the same thing though, because like I feel bad for the labs like this, just like I feel bad in that movie, The Big Short, uh, where they were talking about the rating services for the bonds, and mm. so I almost feel like the rating services for the bonds are similar to like the growers in these labs. If these guys don't fudge their numbers and juice their thc levels well that guy will and he's trying to make a lab and you're trying to make a lab just like it was the two bond rating systems s p and moody's in uh, right. that movie the big short you know if if you don't do it they'll just go down to the block the next uh, you know door and they'll find the lab who's but that's only gonna last so long in a regulated market when you only have two or three labs that are legal to do that, right? Like the backlog is going to be on that lab. That person's going to want their shit tested. This is the, the other part of why, uh, like when you enable like the prison system, like capitalism in, in, in prison, you're enabling bad behavior because you want to put people in jail. When you, so I've worked, I've done some FCC and biomed testing that working for other companies that I should not have done. Like, I'm like, there's no fucking way. You, this is how this company works. A billion dollar company. I show up to this place. I have half the shit that I need. And I'm supposed to give you a sticker and say, have a nice day. But that's how it works. And and so if you have integrity, there are places that do it right. But you can also know it's kind of like you roll into a city, any city. And I know I can roll into any city and know where to get crack. I know where to get coke. And I, I know where to get all the shit I want. You have different skill sets than I do. But I know listen, I roll into a city and 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 find the valet at the hotel. Any uh, cop does that though. Like, why don't we have better securities though in our cities? You know what I'm saying? It's because we don't we don't incentivize actual justice and actual taking care of the citizens. Instead, we incentivize the slow hanging fruit of crime. I smell crime. Uh, get these kids out of here. There's no, you know, like, and there's there is two different justice systems. There's the rich and the poor one. You know, you get. Some kids get pulled over and they're told to go home. Other kids get pulled yeah. over and they're in the system for a long time. Or killed. And, or killed. Or killed. You saw that story about that kid out of Chicago. I think it was like 13. Yeah. Put his hands up, got shot. So, yeah. It's, and it, but this is the reality that the prohibition and the, the ignorance for judicial priorities, it's all it's all comes together, but yet these assholes in, in Congress want to circle jerk each other and talk about goddamn social justice and how we're going to make want equality. To say, and then not only that, like I intend to object. Oh, there we go. The Senate can do nothing now. And that's why we're going to have the, the fiscal cliff and a budget shutdown because back in the day when they wanted to filibuster, okay, show up, Mr. Smith, go to Washington, talk until you pass out, put a catheter in uh, Mr. Thurman, Tom <laughs> Thurman that did the catheterization piss talk for hours. I mean, I don't care if they, can tag team them in now so like chuck sumer brings a bill up for a vote at like you know 
three in the morning yeah. and then they have to keep 41 other Republican idiots on the floor, like saying new nonsense and stuff until they, they can actually say, OK, debate is closed. And is that so hard that we can't even debate in our Senate and have a vote? on anything until we get uh, you know, 60% of the people to say we can have a vote. Cause they don't have to physically endure the stand up for what they're supposedly fighting for like that. And that's the unfortunate thing with that Thurman cat, like back in the day, the most evil fucking governor, right? He puts a kid, the cat, a Catherine doesn't have to leave the pee considered a fucking hero because he sacrificed himself. Like, like that's what we need. We need, but we need people doing it for actual causes they believe in. Because I know majority of Americans are not assholes. I know the majority are not. You know, it's not. No, but I would say the majority do respond well to authority and just want to live their own lives, man. And so, like that, just makes that you know, sixty percent of people are never going to agree to anything. And so that's why we have this problem. And they only changed these rules like in two thousand and thirteen. And it's like I intend to object. We'll show up and do it. I don't have to. I can just intend to now. Well, no wonder we're not getting anything done. Right. Yeah. And then, I mean, even with Schumer talking on the floor, talking about cannabis and the injustice, right? That it is a big deal because he actually spoke on the people's floor. But on the other side of that, you know, uh, did he move people? The other, were other people like, yeah, this is right. This is correct. We 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 hear you, and we we know you're not saying bullshit. Right. So let's do this, buddy. Let's right. let's fix the world. Technology is way too fast for this 60 vote. I intend to object filibuster. Yeah, I'm sorry. It is like you've set up something where nothing's going to get done. No, seriously. That's why we've been stagnant for so long. Well, yeah. you know, and that's the thing. Like everybody wants to yell about the presidencies and the president, you know, fuck Trump, fuck Obama, whatever. Yo, fuck Schumer or not Schumer, uh, McConnell. He's the one that's been like the master manipulator, uh, you know, holding the cards. You know, he literally calls himself the Grim Reaper and smiles about it. And that weird turtle smile. I mean, we got that guy's smile is creepy. I don't know anybody who like if if I meet a person that has feels warmness in their heart from um, that senator's smile, that senator from Kentucky's smile. I uh, that's interesting. I just I just didn't know that there'd be such a person like that out there. Dude, he seems like the kind of guy that has orgasms during mass murders. I'm just saying. Yeah, I hope not. I maybe I need to lower my opinion of people. Not everybody is an Eagle Scout that's trying to do everything right all the time. But you know what's good news in New Jersey? Medical marijuana patients got a huge win in court because the companies now must pay injured workers' bills. And oh, so, nice. yeah, the New Jersey Supreme Court dealt medical marijuana patients a big victory in Tuesday, unanimous ruling that a, a construction company must pay for an injured employer's medical cannabis bills. That's pretty Yay. Cool. That's fucking outstanding. Now, how does that affect price? So that's a private insurer, though, right? Is that where? No, you can't get private insurers to pay for cannabis because it's illegal at a federal level. And okay. so this one, it was uh, this this nice man was injured. And so MK Construction had to pay the cost for medical marijuana he uses to treat injuries he sustained on the job in 2001. And so uh, it's about $616, wow. a month, about $616 a month of weed that this guy's getting. So it's probably only about two ounces, to be honest. Uh, and so two yeah. ounces a month. Uh, yep. And so that's that's pretty interesting. My, I think I found my new hero. I mean, he, he actually fought this thing for 20 years. <laughs> Good on him, dude. I mean, that kind of sets a precedent. 
Yep. Private health insurers and governmental aid programs don't have to cover the medical cannabis under state law. But the case found that the law does not exempt a private company in such workers' compensation cases. So it's part of his workers' comp claim. Mm. Good shit, dude. Like, fuck yeah. Uh well, sure, but I wish that there was a, an insurance provision. And so, like, if if there was legal cannabis, then it would be like, well, here's your cannabis for the month. Here's my copay. I have $10. <laughs> Can you imagine all at one time if you, like, slide it right. across the desk? <laughs> right, here's my copay. Oh, yeah. do you want the generic weed? Nope. <laughs> Give it a fire. We have, uh, we have weed and dank and generic. Oh, man. Well, here's my insurance. Uh, it only covers the generic. Dude. I'll pay the spread for the dank. Yeah. Nobody's getting it though. We got lots of good guesses. You know, we got some nobody's getting cheese. it because I think the light is a little up yeah. there. All right, let's put it back up and give them a hint. I think this uh, this picture of this name that strain right there was taken near uh, some grow lights that have the the full spectrum, some LED ones. So it just looks appears like a little bit more purple than it is. That is an optical illusion, and purple does not appear in this uh, strain's name, but a very popular four letter word does. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's also named after land. There's a place called that. Oh yes, it is. It is actually the name of a terroir, right? Or would that be an appellation? It is a region. The terroir is the soil. The appellation would be uh, a mountain range. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's in Africa. Just let you know. <laughs> and actually, right. you know, oh, well, almost, almost, almost. So close. So oh, banana Kush. No, but we've we've found that four letter word. Hey, while you guys are continuing to go over all the cushions in your head, don't forget what's happening in Ohio. Ohio has voted the the state pharmacy board unanimously voted on Monday to more than double the number of medical marijuana dispensaries in the state to 130 from the current 57 and activated licenses businesses. And so they're going to try to increase access to patients and to create more competition to drive down prices, which of course begs the question, well, what about the growers, man? What about the growers? Because if you just have more retail outlets, who's supplying the flour? Yeah, that's going to be a great question to find out. Uh, We'll talk to Michael, man. Yeah. Hopefully they get some growers in there. The problem with like medical growers outside of Oklahoma is that they usually only have two tiers, 150,000. And so like 100,000 or 50,000, it's just too big. It's just too big to really start to be able to get the um, a lot of the growers that are in the legacy market a license. And so that's why you need to have the tiered system that Michigan did for their medical cannabis canopy. So you got 100, 500, 1500 plants. And Mm. so you would at least be able to have the legacy providers that are in Ohio right now get licensed at that hundred plant level. And then they would have to go sell it to the testers or it would have to get tested. And if it passes the test, then they could package it. You know, I wonder who pushed that for, for the, uh, Ohio rights like was it growers was it store owners because you know there's gotta be money involved behind the, the agenda right like, oh absolutely somebody <laughs> so I'm just curious because I mean just percent are, are driving more than 30 miles to a dispensary hey man yeah. if you're watching this and you have to drive to do a dispensary to access your medicine please tell us how far you have to drive in the comments oh man so it's and again this is another issue of of uh, discrimination for uh, cannabis consumers, you know, uh, it really is medicine. It really helps people. All right, we got it. C3 got it. C3. Shout out to C3. Bubba Kush. That is the strain that is named 
Bubba Kush. Uh, it doesn't necessarily look like it simply because I think the lighting, but we do have to give a shout out then to the grower of that herbage. Uh, shout out to grower. Where's him? Um, at Pat Nat Duenalil. We're going to have to just put that up as a we should always just have that as a banner because uh i'll never be able to because it's always an instagram handle i tell them like hey there's my instagram handle go dm me pictures of weed just keep it legal Uh, and then uh we could have the name that strain and give you a shout out it's what you win (laughs) on name that strain no money changes hands lots of hugs and love that's right and so yeah we got some love down in Ohio. It looks like that's going to be good uh, for them. Uh, 73 more dispensaries. There's only 136,000 patients. It'd be great if they have more, more doctors writing scripts in Pennsylvania. There's 12 million people in Pennsylvania. There should be 200, 500,000 patients in Penn. I'm sorry, in Ohio. And so, um, Let's hopefully get in those numbers up. And if they have a dispensary that's closer than 30 miles, uh, that'll really help. Whoa, dude. April has to drive an hour and a half one way. Mm-hmm. Girl, I feel you. We are going to go pull these new rules. Um, Let's get somebody on the new rules. I'm going to be telling people to do that. Uh, We need to get them so that we can see what these minimum standards are going to be so that you can get in the lottery, and then we can help some nice teams out in Ohio, the Buckeye State, get their dispensary applications in order and submitted. Wow, this is going to be good shit. So what we got going on in Kentucky? Kentucky has got the exact opposite of good news. Kentucky uh, is this is going to be something that we're going to be branding as like the end of Delta eight question mark, Kentucky Department of Agriculture. And so uh, the Kentucky Department of Agriculture on the day before 420 issued what kind of appears to be a clarification, at least to what the department believes is the law, like if you will, a legal opinion uh, regarding the uh, legality at the federal level of whether Delta 8 is still a Schedule 1 controlled substance. Uh, and it concludes that it is. And I'm not saying that uh, any state has the jurisdiction to make a legal conclusion for fe- uh, federal law. I don't believe that they do. But also, it appears that they are legislating and telling uh, the policy of what what the law is in Kentucky, where there are lots of Delta 8 processors and some retailers that are just waking up to this just a, a, a royal spanking on their 420 uh, regarding the legality and then any type of risk they may have with um, federal prosecution, state prosecution. Is this is Kentucky and and what's his name out of Kentucky? Uh, Mitch McConnell. McConnell yeah. uh, are they going to like orchestrate some type of bust? I just go take a whole bunch of hemp processors that are doing what they believe to be um, creating an isomerization of hemp in which would still be considered hemp under the federal law. Dude, forcing it like that. I mean, what's going to happen? Kentucky seems like a a Bermuda Triangle, just dumb shit, because McConnell was the one behind the hemp bill. Like he helped push it through. And then now you got this coming out. I have this vision of like Kentucky's like uh, uh, whiskey uh, producers funding the shit against the Kentucky Delta 8 hemp farmers for this. You know, I imagine that's the pissing contest. I don't know. I don't don't know. I'm just saying, like, why would this come up from? Why? 
Yeah, we're gonna have to find out. It's it's Joe Bilby, General Counsel. So the General Counsel to the Kentucky Department of Agriculture, and didn't know they had one, but uh, I guess it kind of makes sense. It does, and so we should then take this letter from the Department of Ag's General Counsel to the Kentucky Attorney General and be like, "What is this, nah?" And then, um, uh, and then, and then from there, we have to kind of theorize to what the appropriate um, remedy is. At this is going to be a legal procedure, and so there's probably going to be some uh, civil procedure involved in making a type of action against the state uh, for an unconstitutional taking of property. Uh, If they're saying that now what they're doing is, you know, that they've been doing for years and now they're saying on the now that what you're doing is a federal crime at the schedule one level. Again, it's Kentucky. It's not the feds. I don't understand how they're able to say that, but uh, lots of confusing stuff. Stay tuned. I think I'll probably do that video tomorrow where, you know, uh, cannabis lawyer reacts to Kentucky Department of Agriculture, blah, to bloop, bloop on Delta 8. That's the kind of shit, though. Like when you have like uh, a state agency speaking for the federal agency, that's why Lance got in trouble. You know, because we had medical marijuana time when Lance got arrested, the local authorities handed over to the federal people for no fucking reason. Like you, you literally have no reason to instigate uh, somebody owning a pot shop to federal level when you are in a medical state. But, um, yeah, that just it sucks and creepy. It's weird. But, you know, Wisconsin, though, Wisconsin governor's tired of marijuana revenue going to the Illinois next door. So your neighbor's a little upset. Yep. Yep. But then again, that doesn't matter because of the gerrymandering that they actually did. And so let's talk about why it doesn't matter. Wisconsin Republicans will not allow medical or recreational marijuana. This is coming out of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Uh, They are reporting that Wisconsin's top Republicans will not allow medical or recreational marijuana. Good thing to note there is Republicans control in the Senate is 20 to 12 and their majority will increase to 21 to 12 once Rep. John Wagler of Waterton is seated in, as a senator. As you see, it's essentially a two-thirds to one-third majority. Did you know that Wisconsin is a swing state? They have gerrymandered the state so much mm. that a state that voted for Biden that also has a Democratic governor has a two-thirds majority in the Senate of Republicans because the Senate redrew the map in this snake-like gerrymandered (laughs) format so that they would run the board. And then despite it being essentially a 51% Democrat, 49% Republican state, they will have a two-thirds majority in the Senate. Damn. Wisconsin is crooked as shit. Gerrymandering is the worst fucking thing. You know what's even funny? It's like, because I, where I live at, when my kid uh, was young, we moved down the street from an elementary school. And when school was about to start, I was like, oh, sweet, your school's up there. Like, we can just walk you to school every day. The fucking line stopped right on our street. Like, these invisible little bullshit lines of how we make things better. Like, literally, I was down the street from this fucking school. Why couldn't I walk my kid to it? You know, it's a, it's along the lines of gerrymandering is what I'm trying to get that. It's like, this is ridiculous how they structure that. Uh, uh, yeah, Wisconsin's notorious. And these are also names that you need to know uh, when they vote no, right? We You need to get these people out there because... Uh, all these Republicans on our side are always saying, hey, we're Republican. We like weed. Well, you know what? Apparently your party don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so that's 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 annoying. That's really annoying. So, like, you know, I, I'm still licensed to practice in Wisconsin. I went to law school in Wisconsin. I don't get to work in Wisconsin. Uh, I get to work in other states. One day when I'm like a very old man, uh, I will be able to work in Wisconsin. I'll be like, finally, <laughs> finally legalized weed. <laughs> I mean, well, the federal just, government said we had to. 
It yeah. seems like a nice day. I just don't get why they're so fucked up like these. Well, you know, it's not Kentucky bourbon, but it might yeah. be Wisconsin beverages. Beer. Yeah. Miller. Oh, yeah. About that? A little Anheuser Busch going on or whatever. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of Budweiser, not Budweiser, yeah. Miller, Miller, Miller. Yeah. yeah. You know, interestingly enough, Budweiser doesn't seem to mind. Missouri's kind of rocking and rolling down there with uh, recreational med- uh, marijuana kind of coming, and then also um, uh, St. Louis has voted to decrim over an ounce. Thirty-five grams of cannabis will not be a uh, a crime in St. Nice. Louis. It will now be a fine of not more than a thousand or one year in jail. Uh, wait, no, uh, the crime used to be not more than a thousand or one year in jail, and now will be replaced with a fine of no more than a hundred dollars. Which, of course, is silly because an eighth, no, thirty-five grams. I mean, it's more than an eighth. It's it's more than an ounce. There is no way that that costs a hundred bucks. So you're saying Saving money if you get busted in St. Louis, uh, and, uh, hopefully. Uh, the only person that was a no vote was uh, St. Louis Police Chief Tim Fitch. Right now, uh, the legislation was actually sponsored by former St. Louis Police Chief Tim Fitch. Ernie Trakas was the lone no vote, explaining that he considers mono- marijuana a gateway drug that can lead users to becoming more addicted and more dangerous illicit substances. Once again, people, we are electing madmen to our legislature that believe fantasies, lies, and fairy tales, and you wonder why the system doesn't work. We can't fix stupid, but we can vote it out. No, we can also vote it in. We're very good yes. at stupid, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm, there's a whole channel devoted to that. <laughs> Folks. Uh-oh. Well, I mean, like uh, in in a show that uh, the prejudice against cannabis is alive and well, get ready for a New York City reeking of weed and crawling with unstable potheads. The New York Post is reporting by Seth Barron, a man that clearly has no idea what he's talking about. But, hey, he roots he writes for the New York Post. So you can wait. Is that what the New York Post? So you can believe him. Uh, And uh, potheads light up with abandon. The New York Post and the New York PD has instructed officers to ignore possession, burning, and even the open sale of up to three ounces of weed. Nice. Three ounces. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize they had a limit. Good well, it's, you know, there's going to be a little bit of uh, 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 how are you going to go from legacy to legal there? You know, hopefully this uh, new because it's talk about a pop up market is provided that you're growing and then you're allowed to home grow pretty soon or. I'm curious though, like so, we this is great, but also, are they still killing people for cigarettes? I have no idea. I'm just checking. I just don't know. But yeah, uh, technically, minors aren't permitted to have access to the herb, and you're not allowed to smoke anywhere. Cigarettes are banned. Yet, judging by the dank smell on every block, park bench, and subway car, any restrictions in the pot have gone up in smoke. Oh yeah. I wish that like we could time travel back to the '40s to see if people were complaining about the smell of cigarettes everywhere. Oh. Like, you know, that'd be interesting. Maybe they were. But um, he's not thrilled that it appears that there's going to be a lot more public cannabis smoking in New York City. Uh, and then, of course, it's it's uh, zonked out hippies. Marijuana use is well, he, he claims marijuana use is strongly associated with the likelihood to commit weapons offense, according uh, to the National Institutes for Health. A major study from Oxford purportedly research found that marijuana users boost odds of violent behavior among people with psychotic disorders. So don't give it to the crazy uh and so <laughs> proponents of pot have long insisted that weed is a wondrous medicine and can treat or cure everything from narcolepsy to insomnia uh at, with zero side effects or risk of overdose does it make sense that a powerful medicine could also be harmless sounds like a snake oil pitch you see um he did not 
then say the only reason for this may be that there is no receptor for its active ingredients at the base of your brain stem, so it cannot cause the type of asphyxiation that alcohol or um, uh, dilated or fentanyl or any opioid, which are legally prescribed, can kill 80,000 people a year. Do these people not have internet? I mean, we worry this experiment is over 20 years old now. Like, we can, we can just get over this shit now. Uh, I'm going to be more self-interested than that. I think, I think he got paid $50,000 for this article. I probably, yeah, I mean, it, and that's a cheap price to sell yourself out, I guess. Well, not if you have boat payments. <laughs> but these conversations, these people who perpetrate the bullshit are the, also the reasons why uh, the bullshit still continues on with people getting shot. Again, the one issue is not a one issue. It's a multi-tiered social justice textiles oh you know just so much <laughs> let's wrap we, up with some international news yeah we got or fred as mexico moves to legalize marijuana Uh-oh. mexican legislation awaiting federal final senate approval which now may cannot come before september would legalize pot production and sell for recreational use while recreating a private market regulated by the government dun, dun, dun. looking yep. forward to it well this was already there yeah, yeah yeah it's it's interesting that mexico still hasn't completely you know legalized marijuana yet even though they've been saying that they're going to do it forever and they're already worried that the price is just going to fall to nothing Again, no home grow in my state. So even when you start the process, the process won't be done for like a long ass time. <laughs> Apparently they got the same issues we do. <laughs> yeah, but they say in Mexico's Sinaloa Mountains, some farmers have stopped growing marijuana and others are focused on higher quality strains that fetch a higher price or they will continue to grow it. But along with opium poppies, hoping oh, wow. at least one of them will keep them afloat. And so the licensed aspect of trying to get these growers to grow a licensed product might save the industry and might prop up the price it might not i've heard that like uh, i've heard that uh, cannabis is actually kind of like a look down upon uh substance to use in in mexico no it was uh, my great-grandmother we used to use, she used to use it for her like tinctures rubbing but, alcohol like, recently like when was this oh when i was a kid growing okay. up well yeah i mean like that's the thing the stigma it seems to transcend like you know even my culture has a uh use with it and the same with the black community but yet you you sometimes you meet older people and you think oh man they they know they know that this is bullshit and they don't they still they're still force fed and and told and taught that if you break these rules uh, you're a horrible person and uh, uh, you you can't get your shit together whereas we're being manipulated constantly all the time by people who make way more than all of us and fuck with our lives by just manipulating our daily routines like if we just had one plant legalized this would just give everybody from kentucky florida you florida yes florida i like you uh new york though everybody florida could have a lot of growers there could be so many dank operators in florida but you can't because you have to have that medical marijuana treatment center license so you got to come in like with 50 60 million dollars you have to come in at such a level that's ridiculous and and it's it's so silly but you know we'll be here man doing cannabis legalization news for a little bit. That's yeah. it, brother. Paying the bills. Speaking of growers, did you guys see that Hulu documentary that dropped yesterday about Sasquatch killing growers in the Emerald Triangle? Oh, shit, no. Yeah, it's called Sasquatch. So, that's, watch it. yeah, I'm going to watch that tonight. That seems 
interesting. <laughs> well, did you guys see also uh, Netflix uh, Eric Andre's uh, the, the thing where he he, he goes uh, cross country? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Frank, that was funny. Oh, you need to smoke weed to watch that. Yes, oh, so worth it. That was good. But thanks for tuning in, everyone. Think, uh, make sure you like and subscribe to keep up with all cannabis legalization news. We'll see you on Sunday.